Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Montana for uh, the weekend. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I was so proud of that. I'll be honest, I was so proud of that text. That was great. I was so fucking tired because I haven't slept since like last Sunday, and I'm not even like exaggerating. I've had like three or four hours of sleep a night. Uh, yesterday, we were we finished out basically our film with two inserts, um, and about like one o'clock, I just hit a wall. And I was like, I can't even see. I'm so blurry. And uh, so I went home and uh, crashed at 4 o'clock and woke up at 8.30. I, like, slept for a long freaking time. That was very nice. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the joke was you were asking about um, – you were asking about a party – and you were like very desperate for details. Yeah. And it was like, uh, I can't remember exactly, but, um, um, I, I said, I, I was like, I don't know. You kept asking me every detail before I went to this party about it. And then every detail after, and the party was like, not even really a party. It was like, like I said, 20 people standing on a beach. Um, so I was just like, dude, like, what's what's with you? Like, why, you know, and you're like, oh, I, I don't know. I remember you were feeling neglected or sad. I was like, dude, you didn't get fucking deployed to Iraq. You're like in Montana for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um. I said, just, uh, that's what I said. Uh, I didn't think it was that much of an issue, noted. And I said, just let me go to the gathering of 20 people. I'm not making it a big deal. I said, you think you were on active duty in Iraq? You went to Montana on Wednesday. Well, one of our friends has left LA for good. Yeah. Um, 
I may have to like pause this in a second because I someone's coming with a delivery. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to okay. get I'm trying to get uh, confirmation. But anyway, uh, so what have you been up to, man? I went, man. I yeah. went to a concert last night. My what first concert. We went. I took um, for Audrey's birthday. We well, it's her birthday. It's in like a couple of weeks. But we got tickets to see Alanis set last night at the Hollywood Bowl. How was that? I was one of a hundred straight men there. <laughs> but it's it was good. I mean, she's like sounds um, like awesome. You know what I mean? Like her voice is pretty pretty great. She's got to hold the microphone like six feet from her face because she'd like like sing down like the speaker system you know yeah um it was good she plays like all of her songs she had she opened with like a montage of like a bunch of videos of her whole career and stuff and i was like oh, that's a little self-serving but it's still cool i'd watch that um it was supposed to be liz fair and garbage opening but liz fair bailed so it was cat power who we missed and uh garbage Garbage was interesting. Um, Shirley Manson ex- like screamed at some people in the middle of the concert because they had a beach ball. Oh, jeez. And she's like, she's singing a song, and then she's like, put that fucking, she's like, put that fucking uh, ball away. You know, like, whatever. This isn't a playground. And then she sang the rest of her song, and then when she got done, she like, Grab the mic. She's like, I just want to say something. We're a bunch of musicians up here who spent thousands and thousands of hours practicing our craft. And for you to come up here and blow up a ball like you're eight years old and play around while we're doing our thing is just so disrespectful. You know, and she just and she just kept tripling down on it. She was so mad. <laughs> uh, and then like they launch into like when I grow up, and I'm like, oh, you know, kind of yeah. seems uh little counterintuitive but whatever hollywood bowl is just i don't know it's like one of those venues where like weird shit happens like i went not too long ago and i'll never do this again so i bought you know when i bought tickets to this show that i was going to the boxes were open and i was like i've never sat in one of those boxes and so i I bought tickets in the box as soon as we got there, I quickly realized that I should have bought out the box, like four seats. There's four seats to a box because our, our box mates, like there's tables in there, but you have to like situate it where people are like two people have their backs to the stage and two people have their, you know, are sitting facing the stage. Cause the, when you first walk up, all the seats are facing towards the stage. So you have to like kind of create your own space. And these, as soon as we got there, we could tell that these people that are, we're in our, we had two old people there. We're in our box. We're like, these guys aren't going to be fun. And then, uh, so we didn't get to set up the table. We're just sitting back there and you have to like ask them to move if you have to get out. And uh, basically, towards the end of the show, one of the ladies that was in front of us started yelling at the people next to us, like, telling them to be quiet because they were, like, talking and stuff and, like, just hanging out like normal. 
And I was just like, we're not with them. You know, we just made it known that we were not with them. Because, you know, you kind of get on, you're just like, oh, I guess uh, I'm getting looped into this. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's a, know, it's a weird place because everyone sits down and like, you know, there's been multiple times we've been there where like people are just been like, you know, you yell at you for standing up, enjoying the show. How are your seats? Oh, they're fine. I mean, we were pretty far back, but um, I realized that from now on, I think I'm going to I'm going to try to get seats on the same side, which is the side without the stairwell, or it's just the ramp. And it's great because there's like a ramp all the way down where there's like bathrooms and concessions, but oh, like left, yeah. But it's like a real steep walk. Like it's like like you're. I was out of breath when I got back up. Like the few times I went down there, like I was in trouble. I was like, I have to sit down. I think, but it's worth it because there's like no lines down there. So I'm like, it's worth the pain for the pleasure of not having to worry about things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was my first um, event where they were checking to make sure that you were vaccinated and everything. Gotta say. Um, not a real thorough system, you know? Yeah. You've been to a couple of those. They just kind of like, you could show, you could show anything. They'd be like, yep. Okay. Yep. Sure. I got to put this on pause. Okay. So, uh, we're back to my pause. Um, I haven't gotten my weed delivery in like two and a half weeks, two and a half months. Uh, and that uh, just came. So anyway, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to talk about um, the Sopranos movie. We're going to talk about... Um, Was it a movie? We'll talk about it. We're going to talk about Squid Game. We've both done the first three episodes. Uh, we'll try to keep that as let's have a discussion about it. Um, <clears throat> what else? Uh, and I think that I mean the third thing I had on tap was this Chappelle special, which I can't believe you didn't even know was out. So that's tough to. Yeah, I didn't know it was out. <laughs> uh, what, so what's our third? We have our bets. Yeah, we, and we'll talk some football, I guess. Um, so I'll just I'll go in about the Chappelle thing. It's very I'm just so curious what you think about it because um, he has been a major source of news the last like three or four days since it came out because he said some things in there that really bugged some people and um, I don't know I think it's good I think it's like good to question these things sometimes. Um, whether or not I agree with him on stand up or is it some other stuff? Well, it's stand up, but he directly, um, he pretty much addresses the trans community the entire time. Okay. And basically how everybody like is so mad at him from his like first couple of specials with Netflix for all the trans jokes he made. And he like explains like where they all come from, his relationships with people like that, and basically this whole racism, like bigotry about if if I'm black, can I say that you know like you know 
like what you know um super interesting because like the whole trans community is very not the whole other one but there's a heat they're really upset about it and like and all the people all the justice warriors are very very upset with him right now and he did it fully knowing that that was going to happen and i think kind of hoping for that reaction because he's kind of like get off your high horse about everything nice yeah i'll watch it tonight Obviously, that doesn't help us right now, but <laughs> it's okay. I didn't say anything. I just kind of assumed that you watched it because it was. Um, I just thought I had seen some stuff. Uh, you know, like like Chappelle's playing at Hollywood Bowl and all this shit. That's and, tonight. Oh, and uh, but I never saw like that his thing came out. But I'll, I'll look out for it. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, um, but yeah, it is more. It's more thought-provoking than it is jokes, but yeah. it is funny. It is funny, and uh, all these people are upset with him. Are like, he's he shouldn't be saying the things that he's saying. And I think it's an interesting discussion. And I think he wanted that discussion from it. So, um, um, I don't know. It's a uh, it's a weird place we live right now. Yeah. Which is why um, Squid Game is so popular because it's weird. But you know, other notes I wanted to ask before we get into Squid Game. Um, I guess we're going to do sports in a little bit. So, uh, did you see the Game of Thrones preview? No, I didn't know that was out either. Yeah, it's a preview for the new Game of Thrones TV show. What do you think? It kind of looks like the same sort of shit to me. You know. I'm sure that it is. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's about uh, the mother of dragons, right? People, her her family tree, yeah, the Targaryens yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So that Child's Play show starts next week, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. Um, it starts on the 12th. They're doing a whole TV show. I don't know what it's going to be, but it seems interesting. I don't know. I don't really know anything about it. I saw so- I saw something come up about it, but I didn't. It's on Sci-Fi Network on the twelfth. Um, yeah. All right. Um, the other thing I just wanted to talk about real quick is two things. What did you, oh before? What did you think of this? We'll just do this very quickly. What did you think of the second episode of Wonder Years? Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. I think it's still got the same problems, but I still, like that it was only 30 minutes. It does still have the same problems, but um, they, they, I think in that episode, they appealed from the original series a couple things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the whole thing where she brings Fred Savage out and then things get kind of thing and she has to like leave the... They did that kind of in the original right. series. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still has the same problems, but I don't know. I'm sticking with it for a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Um, two, two, um, comedies or two funny things. Two things that are supposed to be funny premiered this week. <laughs> okay. The John Stewart show. Did you see that? No, it's not supposed to be funny. It's like, it's good. It's 
it's messed up. You know, he's got like the John Oliver sort of format. That's on Apple, right? Yeah. Um, but I would recommend watching it because he's just kind of exposing some things that are messed up. This is specifically, this episode was about veterans. And then Saturday Live started Saturday. Did you watch it? No, I haven't taped. I'm going to try to watch it before the next week's. We didn't talk when they announced their new lineup and that... Uh, How are the new people? Uh, the new guy, the new guy that does all the Trump impersonations on like... He opened with a Biden impersonation. Oh, okay. um, it, it was a little underwhelming. I mean, I'm not saying his, his impersonation was underwhelming. It's just they they had built out that all these famous people were going to be these people. So here comes this guy who's brand new, who's doing like a, a pretty spot on impersonation of Biden, but it just doesn't have the same weight. Yeah. Um, so... Um, you know, most of it was pretty not funny. Saturday Live. There's just so many people now, and I heard I saw this thing where basically Lorne Michaels said like that that's how they're going to be moving forward because he wants to keep the people there but let them go do their own things. You know, it's not as much of a commitment. Um, if they have that many people, so you're saying that next is going to be back next week because <laughs> he has nothing to do. Um, yeah, it's true. Well, yeah, what did you think about him leaving? Like, what, what do you think was that, that was about? I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just tired because he's like in every skit. I know. Maybe he just was tired of, he got burned out working, like doing, being in everything. That's my guess. Cause I don't think he was leaving cause he had all these other opportunities and I don't think, I don't know. I don't miss him. Um, the, the only part I think that was really funny, you know, they had Pete, Davidson came on and did a news thing, which is usually funny. And he was wearing a, a Norm McDonald shirt. And then they they talked about Norm and they showed a clip of him on the news. Oh nice. Which is good. But other than that, I don't I don't there wasn't anything else I even really remember. Um, um all right. Speaking about TV, did you watch the have you been watching Morning Show? I only saw the first episode. Wasn't no. It? I haven't watched it yet. And then what about Foundation? Did you watch Foundation? No, is that what did you think of that? I saw the first episode. It was it was good. I, I, it I, looks cool. The reviews don't seem like very impressed by it. So I've kind of been like, I'll get to it. But I can only do one dystopia at a time. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's you know, I'll see how the next few episodes go, but I thought the first episode was good. They spent a lot of money on that fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so let's go into that dystopia. Yeah. Let's talk Squid Game. Squid Game is Netflix's biggest show of all time. Dude, like the stock like shot up from just this show. Why? It was, why? Why is it so popular? Because it's number one in so many countries. Um, I'll tell you why. Because this is why I find it so fascinating. Because I don't think the show is like... I think it's... First of all... I didn't really know what was going to happen. Right. And I'm watching that show and it's an easy show to watch and do uh, like for the most part, it's an easy show to watch and do other shit during because it's not, the storytelling is not very like in depth. It's not like character breakdowns. It's like the dialogue is, tra- you know, it, since it's, it's all translated, it's super clunky. 
So they're telling you all the facts. You kind of, and then, so like, I don't know, episode one, I was just kind of sitting there watching it. Watch it dubbed. Yeah. I watched it with subtitles. Well, I actually did both on, and it's so funny because they're both different. (laughs) Okay. And um, so I'm watching it dubbed, and uh, it allows me to do other things because I can hear, like, you know, like, are you mad about not winning the lottery? You know, like, it's like, that that tells me everything I need to. And so I'm kind of like, all right, man, I'm like 30 minutes into this thing. I don't get the big deal, whatever. And I look at it and then like, I'm, so I'm like doing other stuff and then they're like there and they, like, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That visual of everything. They go out into this yard and start to play. I hear, we're going to play red light, green light. And I was like, this is so stupid. And then it starts and it was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets violent. And that was awesome. I'm sorry. That was just awesome. I mean, it was just awesome to be like so thrown off track by that. And I think that's the thing that that it's one of the reasons it's very popular. I do I have read a lot about it. Um, not plot wise, but why it's resonating with so many people and it's very very political. I would have been one of the first dead people. Because <laughs> I have like like I would like not be able to stay still. I would I would definitely fall over. Um um but yeah, so if you don't know what it is, it's basically a bunch of people who are in severe debt get enticed to come play some game that, that they'll win, like, you know, you have to convert the, the money, but it's basically like million dollars or so. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, um, they get there and then find that the games are their their childhood games. There's five games they have to play. Um, but the consequences are pretty severe. They don't know that when they get in, but they're <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the one guy like grabs onto this other guy and just holds him. Like I mean, that was an awesome scene. It was a great scene, but it also was like he was definitely moving. Man. That tension, that tension has been really good, and that was really good. And they brought it back in episode three. That tension was really good in that. Yeah, um, they did a really misstep of episode two. Like all of a sudden, like everyone's back in the real world, and like you're. Just oh, like, I have a feeling we're gonna have to. Yeah, keep, that's gonna keep happening. Just took out. I mean, they did it so they can uh, set up like the spy stuff, but like. Yeah, I don't know. It just, like, stopped the momentum of, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, the shock factor. And then it just, like, then you go to, like, everyday life. Um, Well, see, so that, when you ask, like, why is this so popular, I think that that, this is what they're trying to do. It's more the message because, you know, this country and, and all these countries that it's super popular in, but this country specifically is very, um, you know, since there's no more middle class, it's very much the haves and the have-nots. And this really exposes that, like, and, you know, I mean, that's been going on in Korea for a long time. I mean, that's what Parasite's all about. It's why people love Parasite, because we all, and, and like, so it's becoming number one in all these countries because everybody is feeling it. And I was watching it, and it was just, I found it very profound because I was like, huh, 
like this explains i was watching i just had a different outlook on everything i was like this explains like trump to me explains everything like for real i was like i was like you know this is the problem like we you know between like what was going on with this the whole facebook mess that was happening where yeah. like they're taking advantage of people's like you know insecurities and not that we didn't know that was going on but like just that they knew and then they like doubled down on it it's like awful and you start learning all this stuff and all this awful shit is happening in society and then you put this on and you're like huh this is like we're one step away from this kind of shit and so like when i say it explains trump to me it's like if if you're it's 2016 right and you're in your 40s and you've basically lived through republicans and democrats alike and your life hasn't changed very much it's been like the the wealth gap just keeps like going one you know keeps like getting further and further apart the middle class is just disappearing at like a like such a quick rate and you're seeing it happen and you're realizing i'm not on the half that's the haves i'm on the have not half um you know i think everybody's starting to realize that and so 2016 you realize that you're like you know what i'm not going to keep voting for people that keep doing this here's this guy who says i know your pain i'm going to come I, i'm going to change it and then you you know everybody kind of just believed him meanwhile he was the worst person to do it because all he did was fucking like exploit that and make money off of it right he had no intentions of fixing that sort of thing but he knew that it was a problem and like ran on it and it's kind of like all this stuff it's like here like you could get killed playing this game but you could get really rich so i what do you got to lose because your life sucks yeah. without it and that's kind of to me that's maga you know <laughs> yeah it's like we're probably you may wind up trying to overturn the government in the beginning of january but hey it can't be worse than it is when you're sitting home like I can't believe your mind went to this. Like I had my mind was just like, oh, this is a cool show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out why it was so popular, why it resonated. And it's like it's not a unique problem to this country, right? So that's a huge problem in so many countries right now. So that's why I mean look, I, I read I mean I didn't read that the but like I read some stuff about like that that people were making that um we're saying that that's why they thought it was so popular. But yeah. I mean not saying the Trump but just like that because of this poor society stuff that everyone's kind of sick of being like yeah, we keep getting like taken advantage of and we're not getting anything out of it. My dog's woke up. Look at this. I'm wondering why, I'm wondering why uh oh there he is. I wonder why uh his friend didn't tell him not to take the umbrella. I'm curious about that too. I guess it's kind of like because he wants to win. I don't know. Messed up. Yeah. Show's good. And that it's like little things like that, little moments like that. I, I'm like, you know, it's not. Yeah, I love the old guy. Yeah. When he was playing, it was like. I really like this. I mean, I'm sure you do too, the thief girl. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's like, hold on, I have to grab this dog before he falls off the bed. He's Everyone. almost he's almost seventeen. Everyone. So. She's only seventeen. Come here, pal. He that's him coughing. 
Um, but yeah, it was, um, so I don't want to say it's like a good show where it's like, wow, this is like, but it's, it, it brings out all these things and you're all rooting for the same, you know, sort of thing. So I, uh, I'm excited. I, I know, like, I just had somebody tell me to watch it like two weeks ago and he didn't tell me anything about it. This is before, like, this is like right before, I mean, I'm sure he was, there's like a group of people who saw it first and then they told the next group of people and the next group of people are like, Oh, everybody's got to see this. And it blows up. He was like in that first wave. I'm in like that, that, you know, you and I are in that next wave of like, Oh, everyone's got to see this. Um, so I didn't know going in. I'm just so excited by it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm curious to see uh, what happens at the end when they actually win the money, like how that works. Like how do these yeah. not like, it is a little like um, I, I want to know more about the operation. Well, I'm sure we're going to get there. Like how they stay undetected, you know? Right. I'm sure we're going to figure that all out. I mean, that's that's why it was good they they brought in this this cop to kind of see everything. Um, you ever see the movie The Hunt? What's no. That? Betty Clifton and uh, um, and not Hillary Swank, where they get like dropped off in this like country, and all these people are trying to kill him. No, that's like, but that the thing that reminds me of, and I haven't seen it forever, and I don't even think I ever really watched the whole thing was Battle Royale. Yeah, you should watch the hunt. I think it's on. Right. Uh, the max it's, it's not bad it's got a great um, fight scene yeah. the ending fight scene is awesome okay uh, uh it's got some good scenes but anyway speaking of good scenes and maybe not good scenes uh you watched the sopranos movie oh yeah so let's let's go into that um i was very excited for this as you know it was one of my top five most looking forward of 20 movies for 2021. Remember when I was like, I want to say my top five and we got, we were in like November and I had five and it was like, you're like, dude, there's going to be some ones you want to see more. And you were right. Um, so I was very excited for this. Um, I don't know. It was like, I thought it was okay. I, I'm taking your body language. You were not a fan. I did not like this. I, I couldn't understand. So first of all, is this like a movie that's going to have other movies? Because like there are so many things in this movie that was just like, like who cares and why are we fucking listening to this? Especially when you know what the ending is. Like nothing gets tied up. Like who is Ray Liotta? And why? why is he like they never even like close that thing like it was just like there's all these things that were just hanging around that weren't um you know closed up like i don't know i didn't feel that way i didn't feel that way about it like also like like the wife the girl who ends up being was ray Liotta's wife then it was uh christopher's dad's wife uh, christopher's mom Oh, well, no, step not. over. Yeah. Um, like, when did she start hooking up with that guy, uh, 
their arrival and with the black gang, like they all of a sudden they're just like together. Like, how did that happen? There's right. so much shit like this that, like, all of a sudden things are like just ha- like happen and we don't see that. Um, I did like the twist at the end, which we won't say anything. Um, there were some scenes in this that were just so cartoony. And that was the, one of the problems with this was like, it was trying to put comedy into the, into the thing, but the tone of the movie and the way they were presenting it was like a straight gangster movie and it didn't really fit. It, it didn't feel like The Sopranos. I don't know. It had no suspense either. Like things just happened. Did you? That's feel true. Like- no, I think a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Especially like the climax towards the end, like there was no suspense. It was just like, okay, all right. And there was a lot of, oh, when you know, like people like saying that, and I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah, they they did have a problem. Where they were trying to they were trying to jam in every character from the Sopranos. Yeah. Into to show um, them what they were like when they were younger. Yeah. And, what's, and some of it was yeah. good. Some of it worked. I like the guy uh, playing Silver. Yeah. They, yeah, they, everyone, they did a couple of guys that like did a pretty good impressions. Sure. You know? The Pauly Walnuts guy was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but to me, the all right. So those are the things. That you, so I here's what I liked about it. I thought the, I really enjoyed the lead actor, the guy. Yeah, um, I thought he was really. I thought he was really good. He kind of, he did a great job of toting that line of being a good guy and a bad guy. Um, I thought he was really good. I thought he carried the movie really well. And I thought that um, Gandolfini's kid was awesome. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if he was awesome. Like, I don't know if he had to even do much to be that awesome, but he was like, just perfect. That, and that was a really well-written Tony character. Like, I think they really did him justice of what Tony was like before becoming this, you know, leader and why people questioned who he was and all of this. And I just, I loved that part of it. I really did. Um, It's funny because I watched it with Audrey. She's never watched The Sopranos. And this is kind of like was my litmus test. She's never really watched The Sopranos which is crazy um, in itself. But then on top of it, she's from New Jersey. You should probably, you should watch this. Uh, anyway, and her family is like all from like the towns that the shit's in. So we're watching it, uh, the movie. And she was like, yeah, it was okay. And I was like trying to explain who was who. And I just put on the first episode of the Sopranos for like a, for like 20 minutes with her and her reaction to the television show was just, so much better than the reaction to the like she wasn't doing it on purpose. I just was watching her watch both, and I was like, "Huh, that's how much better that show is than that movie." It's like okay. someone who doesn't know anything about either, like, was responding so much more to the show than they were to the movie. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." But I, I, but again, I like those things. I kind of, um, I thought the wife was really good. The the woman from Italy. Yeah. I thought she was great. The problem, yeah, she was like Apollonia from Godfather. Yeah, from Godfather, right. But, uh, 
Like, why would she say anything about her affair? <laughs> Make no sense to me. I don't know. I feel like in these movies, the women always are the people, always say something and are always the spoil, you know? Yeah, I just it was like, you know who your husband is or the, your baby daddy. The best was getting a text from you yesterday because you watched this yesterday. Getting a text from you saying, oh no, Ray Liotta's a twin. Yeah, that was fucking... Alright, so Ray Liotta's character, they show him and then something happens and then they... And he's so over the top. He's in his own movie. And then you see him later and you're like, what? Who? What's going on here? And then you realize that it's a twin brother. And you're like, why? Yeah. Why is there a twin brother? And like that character, as I said, like when I first started this, was like, there was no point to that character at all other than like him saying what he said at the end. Um, there was just like no point to that character. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I said to you, you, you know, the fact that he's a twin, like that whole thing, it get, I totally forgot until you texted me because it's, you know, it, it, it doesn't shat, it doesn't loom like a shadow over that movie at all. Uh, um, but it's silly. Um, I like when uh, he shot Vera Formiga's hair on thing. Yep. <laughs> car, that was funny. She's, uh, um, she was awesome. She was really good with that accent. Like you couldn't. She was tell. awesome. Yeah. Like a lot of the other actors, you could tell that they were doing like shtick. Yeah. Like, just she was really good with that accent. She and didn't. She, really yeah. Have, she didn't have an ending either. Right. I don't know. You know. So the thing with this movie, from what I, I I listened to an interview with David Chase, and he was like, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be one thing. It was totally a different thing. And it's basically like he's been a writer. Like a television writer since like the seventies, and he had written all this stuff, and he always wanted to do a movie. And when he made The Sopranos, he thought that was going to be like he could do that pilot, make enough, sell that to HBO, and like get out and do his movie. And it was so big that he had to like, you know, he wound up doing it. And so they kept wanting him to do more stuff with them, and he said, "I only want to do a movie," and that's why he's like, "I'll tell a Soprano story, but it has to be a movie." And I get it because there's people who like sit here and work in this business. You just keep saying like, I just want to make my movie. I just want to make my movie, you know? Although he did do one movie and I forget what it, you might've seen it. It was with Gandolfini. It was like a music movie where he's like a manager of a band or something. Hmm. I don't know. You have to look it up anyway. um, But you know, so I, I had some, I don't know. I was kind of rooting for it in that sense because I, I appreciated that that's where his desperation to make this movie came from, but it just, it it just seemed forced. I think that uh, that yeah, you're right. There, I mean, I didn't think about the the cartoonish comic like comedy of it, you know. But that's something we used to like. Like if you watch, like Bronx Tale, there's like there's some scenes there that are like comically like. Over when the top. First, and, when I first started, I was like, "Oh no!" And I, that's when I text you. But as it got into the movie, it kind of got a little uh, more nuanced and less like hit you over the head with an impression. Um, yeah. Like when they go down to, um, it was funny. We were watching the big excitement. In my place was 
when they are when they go down to the shore and they go to Atlantic Highlands, they go to this restaurant that we like is very much a staple of like our our area. And we were just like, oh, you know, obviously some things happen there. So it's a little different, but um, that was cool. But um, overall, yeah, it was like, I don't know. I was, I was, I, I don't know how much I was expecting of it. I wanted it to be good and I was fine with it. And again, I think the Tony story and his kid's performance kind of saved the whole thing. Yeah, I thought his uh, kid was great. Although, like, I thought this was going to kind of show, like, how Tony became more, like, of a boss than Chris. You know, because it kind of showed, like, this was his dad, and, like, they were, like, the head of the family. So how did it switch over? You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's the next thing. I mean, I think if you go back and watch Sopranos, they talk a lot about it. You know, I think if you went back and rewatched the series now, you, a lot of that stuff will make sense. What did you think of um, Corey Stahl as Uncle Junior? I thought he was good. My question to you, without ruining anything, is: Did was that known from the original series? What happened to that at the end? I don't know. I don't. Not that I know of. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Just, I'm like, it changes the way you watch that series. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's like, do they even talk about Christopher's dad? Like, I really want to like. Yes, him. yes. Christopher's dad is a big deal in the series. I don't. He's kind of known as a legend, and he was Tony's like hero. Yeah, I kind of remember that. So, um, anyway, worth checking out. Right when you say, yeah, but it, I, I wouldn't call it a movie. Okay, I feel like it's a TV movie or a or a long episode that doesn't have much of an end. Um, all right, so how are we doing on our picks? Well, we're we're um... the Factory of Sadness got two wins last week. Uh, that's MetLife Stadium, Jets and Giants both won. Um. We, you and I both went one and two. Yeah. I'm yeah. really kind of pissed because this is the problem with having to make the picks this early is I would have, I wanted, I did not want to take Tennessee. Uh, once I heard who was, you know, that they had no receivers, but I'd already locked in and I'm not going to change it. Um, I really wanted to take the Jaguars on Thursday night. Like that was a big pick to me. Um, very interesting what happened there. What do you think of the whole Urban Meyer situation? <laughs> He's a wreck. Is that a COVID How? protocol thing? I mean, like, why is he going out to bar not masked? Like, so the best is they played, and he supposedly, from what I understand, now I could have some of this wrong, but he opted not to go home with the team. He wanted to stay in town to see family and wound up going out and doing that. And, um, then like canceled like meetings and practice and like addressed each, like all the members of the team and everybody's like laughed at his apology. Apparently he's like, that team's in, in some serious trouble. I don't know what his odds are. Let me see what his odds are to get fired right now. But if it's, he's not getting fired. If it's plus, Oh really? If it's plus money, I think he's, I think you should jump on it right now. Uh, is there a first coach fire? 
Yeah, um, um, not Detroit. Um, what's his? Uh, I can't remember who the coach is, but um, yeah, there's they found on the board first coach fired. That stinks because I actually wanted would like to bet that. Um, then on top of that, so um, turning around to Sunday, I was very excited for Sunday night football. I want to say uh, that Patriots Bucks game. What did you think of that game? I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I watched some, like most, some of it on my phone. Um, but uh, I thought, I can't believe that guy missed. I can't believe, first of all, I can't believe, was it 50-something yard field goal in the rain? Yeah. That stuff. Yeah. And I didn't see it, but, like, apparently, like, they screwed up the ending of that game. Yeah. They couldn't, the Patriots or the Bucks couldn't stop them. They had no more DVACs left. Like Mac Jones at one point had like 19 completions in a row. They probably should have gone for it on fourth there. Like they, 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 the momentum was their way. The Bucks weren't stopping them. I don't know. Um, but whatever it happened, you know, that, that was the highest rated uh, Sunday night game in nine years. Damn. Um, and it's good. It should have been. It was awesome. Like the drama li- like leading up to it. I don't think the game was awesome. The game actually had a lot of problems. But I was like, for a guy who doesn't have a vested interest in any of that, I was so into that. Like I was so excited for that game. Um, like over the weekend, I was like, I don't really like I, somebody, you know, when you have small talk, we were at that party that gathering of 20 people that you were so worried about missing. And somebody said to me, what are you looking forward to? And I was like, Hey, that's a great small talk question. And I was like, you know, what I'm looking forward to is this Bucks uh, Patriots game Sunday night. Like that's the thing. I'm like, I can't stop thinking that. And uh, that was cool. Um, have you watched the baseball playoffs at all? I watched uh, some of the Yankees game, but I heard uh, the, Dodgers want to know overtime or extra innings? No, they they won in the ninth. Oh, the guy who was there told me they wanted the extra innings. Well, then maybe he's right. I didn't watch it either because I was at a concert. So maybe I shouldn't be so quick to say that. I thought it was in our countenance movie. He couldn't meet with me to get some shit because he's like, I'm going to the game. I'm like, we got shit to do. No game. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um we have our big matchup coming up this week even oh, though yeah giants stink and you guys are probably your team's looking really good and they're probably gonna wreck them yeah i'm not talking about this it was it was it was the bottom of the ninth dodgers won an homer in the bottom of the night oh that guy's talking well that guy's an idiot what happened um yeah i'm not i mean i don't know do you have like, I kind of like the Cowboys. I think I might take them in my picks, which really makes me nervous. Um, so for my survivor pool, which I barely survived because I had Cincinnati last week, that would have been awful. I uh, lost week one to my survivor pool. Again, the second year in a row. I had the Falcons over the Eagles. But this, this one I'm in, there's this other one I'm in, and it's like a two-strike thing. So... Everybody had Tennessee last week, so I survived. What were you going to say? 
Uh, I like uh, Baltimore this week as my uh, survivor. Cool. Yeah, let me not say that they're going to cover their spread yet. It's not maybe they maybe or maybe they won't be part of my picks, but I like Baltimore. There's so many like games this week that you don't even like know what's going to happen. Like I was going to yeah. take I was going to take like Minnesota, but then I'm like, this is the fucking game where Kirk Cousins like does nothing. And then right. Detroit Lions, even though they're favorite underdogs by ten, like pull out a win, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm staying away from that. I I I think I have the Ravens in my picks for my uh our our pick pool, which is double money this week. But anyway, let's go over our picks. All right. Uh, so last week you and I both went one and two. Um, let's see. Just to, just to recap, because we weren't live, we just posted it. I had the Falcons, and I wanted to say, such horseshit, because they should have covered that game, even though they were going to lose. And the stupid Jets line up scoring instead of kicking a field goal. So, like, it was the worst. Uh, and then I had Tennessee, as I had said earlier, and then uh, took Kansas City, who finally covered a game for, like, the first time in two years. You had Cincinnati on Thursday night against the Jaguars. I still don't understand why you like Cincinnati so much. Like, Thursday nights are wonky. They're not that good of a team that there should be a touchdown favorite. They have a good offense. Their quarterback's playing well. They're playing yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. Until they were playing home on Thursday. Um, you know, they don't get too many primetime games, so I don't know. Well, then you won on Cleveland, which was yeah. a good pick. Uh, and then uh, lost in Tampa Bay, which, you know, you know, you really don't like the Patriots at all. I like the, the Patriots, but I thought like, uh, I mean, I don't think they're a great team, but they're not a great team. You're I, just right. don't, uh, I don't know. I thought they were going to kill. I didn't realize it was raining that bad, too. When I told no, them. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it um, so. So last week we each went one and two, putting me at seven and five, and you at seven, four and one. And I, I gotta be honest, we were kicking such. I thought we were kicking such ass this year. I was like, when I saw that, I'm like, a, like a game basically above five hundred. It like broke my heart. I was like, how can this be? I was winning every week until this week, but that's how it goes. So, uh, who is your first pick? This Sunday. My first pick is the Steelers, even, versus the Broncos. They haven't looked good, but the Broncos are starting Drew Locke because the other – no Teddy Two Gloves. And uh, they're playing in Pittsburgh, and I think, like, Pittsburgh's going to win this by a field goal. Yeah, that's a, I, that's a tough one. Um, Pittsburgh got out against Green Bay – looking pretty good last week. And I was like, oh, Pittsburgh, okay. And I have Pittsburgh, like, over and wins and, and they make the playoffs this year, and it's not looking good. Um, so I was like, wow, okay, they're going to write the ship. And then Green Bay just took off and ran with it. And so they, they're always saying that, that Ben's having some health issues that I think we all know aren't real, just to yeah. start maybe kind of winding up his career. Oh, by the way, there's a London game this week. I know. The Jets. Jets-Falcons. I wouldn't have touched that game 
if it was being played like wherever it was being played in my living room. Yeah. Like that that game's a mess. Falcons um, receiver for some reason is not going. I read that today. Calvin Ridley is like just oh, really? no, and it's like some sort of personal issue, whatever that means. I don't know if it's some vaccinated thing. I don't know. Oh, we haven't talked about the NBA players not getting vaccinated. It's such a mess. I don't know the rules. Like, like, so Kyrie said he's not going to be able to play. Uh, well, because you can't, you can't go, you can't go indoors in New York or LA without being vaccinated. Okay, that so makes he sense. can't play. He can't play home games. It's not an NBA rule. It's a, it's the state rule. Uh, he, so, I don't know. Like, there's so many things happening with all this. So, like. You know, like Beasley came out and was like, everybody's booing me at home games. It's such bullshit, you know? And like, I think I was like telling you this where like Mark Cuban was like, challenged them, was like, hey, listen, the reason they're booing you is because like, you're like looking at it like in a business sense, you're basically bad for business. And he's like, I understand, you know, it's like this, like this, this fact and this fact, whatever. He's like, that all may be true, and you can probably say that, but he's like, I own a company, and like if i if I didn't um you know like i i I pay more for insurance now because of this, and i don't i like only I would only want vaccinated people because the majority of people are vaccinated, and they're only going to want to be around other vaccinated people, you know like so yeah. just by process of elimination, you're making like a bad business decision, you know, like whatever. It was like very, I like Cuban. He just kind of like, was like, that's how it is. You know, like he wasn't like, Hey, you're stupid or, you know, whatever. He was just like, you got to look at this from this point of view. And that's why people are booing you. Um, but the NBA thing, I don't know. Like you get so many, like Draymond Green came out like with like a word salad about it, about Wiggins not getting it. And, I can't believe uh well he got vaccinated. Wiggins did? Yeah, I think he uh yeah. he did it because of all the shit. Um because he applied for some sort of religious thing and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um I can't believe NBA is starting already. We have to talk about our bets anyway. Yeah, we do. Uh we'll have to do that next but week. But anyway, let's go back to our picks. Who's your first? Right. Carolina minus three. Okay. Um Against the Eagles, I continue to bet against the Eagles, which I don't know is the best idea. But they just um, traded for uh, Gilmore uh, from the Patriots or Stefan. What's his name? Stefan Gilmore or whatever. Their cornerback, they're really good cornerback. Right. Yes. Um, I think Darnold's pretty good. Darnold's the leading rusher of TDs <laughs> right now. Did you know that? He's yeah. Like, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. All right. My second pick is uh, I had this, I had it up here. Um, I like the Cardinals minus four and a half. Dude, what happened to the Rams last week? The Cardinals um, fucking destroyed here's, them. Here's what I think about the, the Cardinals is the Cardinals. When they're like, when they're moving on all cylinders, they're like so good. 
Um, and right now everybody's healthy. And so like they are, I, I think the Cardinals, I mean, this may be just me doubling down because I was so like anti Cardinals in the beginning of the year, but I think they're peaking early. And I think you're not, this is not the same team you're going to see like six weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, but I think right now, I think that's a good pick. I, I think ride the hot hand. Who's starting quarterback for San Francisco in this game? Do you know? Uh, I think Troy Lance, maybe. I think so too. Um, but that's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I curious about that game. I'm, I'm kind of staying away from that one altogether, but, uh, if I, you know, if you're going to ask me, I think I'd go Arizona. They just seem to be firing in all cylinders. And I think the Rams just did a buzzsaw with it. I, I mean, that's why I'm very curious about tonight. Like, you know, tonight the Rams play Thursday night at Seattle. Seattle's basically got their back against the wall. The Seattle's, are they good? Like, or, or their defense you know, is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, well, that's good. My, my second pick is green Bay minus three at Cincinnati. I cannot, this is, this is just, you might as well just tattoo sucker on my forehead. Cause I cannot understand well, why this line is there. Cause my third is the Cincinnati Bengals getting three points. I want to take them in the fucking uh, like money line for that. Why? 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 Like the Packers just destroyed Steelers. They just destroyed Cincinnati. Uh, the Steelers, huh? Cincinnati's a better team than the Steelers. Yeah, well, I mean, they right. Okay, they they did. They just beat the Steelers. Who who did? So Green Bay just destroyed the Steelers. They destroyed. Uh, who did they just? They, they just um, Lions or something. Yeah. Who's the other team? That, they've just destroyed everybody since week one. I'm just going to say that. So I can't figure out why this, like, they have the MVP from last year who seems to have it all back in form. Why is this line for only three points? I cannot figure that out for the life of me. Because I think uh, Cincinnati can score a lot of points. <sighs> I, can't, I can't figure out why you would like Cincinnati. Like I like them. Oh, that's right. They beat the 49ers. That was the other game. Um, okay. Well, look, I mean, like I said, I think I, I think this is the biggest sucker bet, so I think you're probably going to win this somehow because, to me, this looks way too easy. Uh, Green Bay only given three against Cincinnati, but um, uh, I guess we'll see. So that's cool. Uh, my last pick is I'm taking the Chargers minus two. Um that team looks good. That team looks, yeah. They freaking uh, Justin Herbert is like really good. Yeah, I was um, a little hesitant on this because um, Cleveland's good, you know. But I, I think watching Cleveland last week, I think Cleveland's good, but I don't think Baker Mayfield's good, and I think that. I, if I had to, you know, I, I, I think he does little things in games that, um, wind up putting, you know, putting Cleveland at a disadvantage where they should be like beating teams, you know, more soundly. Um, I don't know, Well, he'll probably have the game of his life now that I just said it, but I, I, I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like Baker that much. 
And so uh, with the way, like, you know, we went, we saw the Chargers when we, we saw them play the Cowboys. Um, what's his name? Uh, Mike Williams is like unstoppable. Like, remember we were watching it and you were just like, why, why don't they just throw to Mike Williams every play? Yeah, exactly. And he didn't even, the guy, he didn't even like play or he didn't even have a great game last week. They couldn't last week. Yeah. I thought he had, yeah. Well, um, you know, that's one of the things we should probably leave off with this. And I didn't ask you this last show and I was kind of bummed. I'm glad this just popped in my head. What were your thoughts on SoFi Stadium? Like, we haven't had your review of it or our review of SoFi Stadium. Oh, it was uh, awesome. Right? And it was really good. Yeah. I, I agree. I was like, really, I'm really psyched that that's our stadium. Like, it's a good stadium. Um, outside of not being able to figure out where you are when you get in there because it's underground and you're like entering at the sixth floor. Uh, once you get past that and can figure out where to go, I think that stadium's pretty pretty fantastic. Um, we had really good seats. Uh, it was kind of obnoxious. The cowboy fan stuff was really, really obnoxious. Um, but I, you know, the minute we went to at halftime, we went, we got invited into a box, and we went into the into a suite. We went into the suite. It's just, I, I, this is the first time I'd gone to a game where I had a vested interest in like one of the teams in a long time. And when we went into the suite, it completely ruined the game for me. Yeah, it did take us out of it a little bit. And I didn't realize that because, you know, with having family working in that industry, I've gotten to go to a lot of suite stuff in the last couple of years. Um, and when I didn't have a vested interest, it was like, cool, this is just fun to like, eat and drink for free and have TV and da, 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 da. But like this time, like when I was like really watching the game and like really like cheering, it kind of, it just kind of sucked all the life out to be up. You know, it was like all of a sudden we were just, it might as well have been on a TV and not right in front of you. Um, That's just how I felt. But I mean, I think the stadium is so freaking cool. It's loud. It's, uh, it's a good-looking stadium. There's like, I don't know, man. That's a pretty cool place. Yeah, it was really fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, good luck on your picks. Who do you think wins tonight? This isn't on our official picks. Uh, I think the Rams are going to win. I just can't. I do too. I just can't see Seattle's defense stopping them. I got to actually put a bet in on this. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you might as well just bet the money. I was thinking of betting the money line and the over. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Let's see what else is out there. Who's going to score? Let's, let's see if Cooper Cup is over under. Uh, anyway, cool. All right, cool. Well, uh, we'll do this again next week. Maybe we'll have watched the Bond movie. Uh, so we'll yeah, have, hopefully we do the Bond we'll movie. Nice review. Maybe we can. Review or just rate the uh, Daniel Craig's Bond movies since this is his last movie and see. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. There's something else that I was going to say we should look apparently into. Apparently, this movie gives him a nice little send-off. I don't know. There's some twist at the end. We'll see. Who do you think the next Bond should be? 
They said it's not going to be Idris Elba. Yeah, I think it's going to – well, they want that guy from Bridgerton. But I don't know. Oh. That's the rumor. Did I you, what do you think about a woman find? Sure. Yeah, right? I think it'd be kind of cool. I know, like, people have said, she shouldn't be Bond. Um, but they've had in the other movies, they've had women double us before. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we, you know, I, I something we both liked a long time ago was, like, kick-ass woman spy shit. So, uh, what, was that, what was that movie? Nowhere? Yeah. Right? Was that the one? What is it? The movie... With the with the woman in like the latex suit on the what was our that movie we couldn't get it on DVD so we had to watch it on VHS. I know exactly what you're killing. Killing time. Killing time. Killing time was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So did you see that they just put out a new um hell like the new Hellraiser is going to be a woman a trans woman. Yeah. It's going to be pinhead and people are like upset. Like, who's upset about anything that happens in that franchise? I know. That thing's been shitty for, for fucking <laughs> 20, 30 years. Like, people just get mad about the dumbest things. It's like, really? You're really mad about Pinhead not being, like, a guy? Uh, anyway, cool. Well, uh, All right, yeah, well, I guess I'll, I'll see you a lot in the next couple of days. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay.